Hello, my name is Dr. Kim Farina, and I'm a veterinarian, and I'm host of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, provided to you by Zoetis Pet Care. Welcome to season two. In season one, we learned about ProHeart 12 with the active ingredient moxidectin. And now we have another new product for you to learn about called Semperica Trio, a combination of moxidectin, pyrantal, and serolaner. Here's what we're hoping, that these three podcast episodes provide you with new information about heartworm disease, ticks, and GI parasites, and we will help you figure out how to fit them all together with Semperica Trio. I'll be interviewing three extraordinary guests on three episodes who have stories to tell, information to share, and no doubt some laughs because I've got a few trivia quizzes sprinkled throughout the show so you can test your knowledge on some non-veterinary topics. Another thing, you don't have to listen to the episodes in order, but they do have a flow, so it may help for you to listen to them in sequential order. Here's what's most important. If you want further information on Semperica Trio, visit www.sempericatriodvm.com. Today, we are interviewing Dr. Jessica Rodriguez, who is a parasitologist with Zoetis Pet Care. Thank you for joining us again. How cool. Thank you. Good to be here again. I interviewed you in season one of Pause and Reflect about ProHeart 12. And in this episode, we're going to talk more about heartworm disease. But before we do that, let's talk more about you, shall we? Last season, you shared with us about how you became a parasitologist. Today, we'd like to know about your day-to-day activities working for Zoetis. Yeah, so my job at Zoetis is pretty unique. I'm a field specialist in veterinary parasitology. So I spend a lot of my time talking with veterinarians and veterinary staff on parasitology topics to help them improve their understanding of how to diagnose, treat, and prevent parasitic infections in their dog and cat patients. So about every other week, I'm flying somewhere in the U.S. and discussing parasites typically in veterinary clinics and restaurants. And recently, I've spoken in some breweries, so that's been a lot of fun. And when I'm on, <laughs> and when I'm home, and also when I'm on the road, I'm answering emails, phone calls, texts to help our professional service veterinarians, and also our Zoetis sales representatives with any of their parasitology-related questions to help them better serve their veterinary clients, which are the hardworking veterinarians, technicians, and office managers treating our patients every day. Well, thank you. That is very cool. So let's jump in and talk about this new product, Semperica Trio. Semperica Trio is the first all-in-one chewable monthly preventative against heartworm disease, ticks and fleas, and roundworms and hookworms. Semperica Trio prevents heartworm disease, kills adult fleas, and is indicated for the treatment and prevention of flea infestations, the treatment and control of tick infestations with the Lone Star Tick, Gulf Coast Tick, American Dog Tick, Black-Legged Tick, Brown Dog Tick, and it's indicated for the treatment and control of roundworm and adult hookworm infections. That is so great. Now, just to clarify, is Semperica Trio just Semperica with ingredients added to it? No, it's not. Actually, developing a combination product and getting a combination product approved is very complicated. The key thing to remember is that we wanted a product that was highly effective against the desired parasites and also a product that maintains a positive pet owner and pet experience, meaning it's affordable, it's tasty, has a wide safety margin, 
and it isn't the size of a horse pill. Sempercatrio was built from the ground up, starting with the active ingredients. When you create a combination product, you must show via study several things to the FDA for approval. For example, you must demonstrate that each individual ingredient contributes to the effectiveness, does not interfere with other active ingredients, and is necessary in the combination. And that's what we were able to do with Sempercatrio. And that's so important that it's not a huge pill for owner compliance. I mean, try wrapping an enormous pill in cheese. It's just not going to happen. You know, you know what it's like. (laughs) But the great thing is, you know, what's nice is that Semperica Trio, it's tasty for dogs. So that's not even an issue, which is awesome. So let's talk about how Semperica Trio works, because I'd like to explore heartworm disease with you. And let's talk about that. Yeah, moxidectin is the active ingredient in Semperica Trio that provides heartworm disease prevention. As you may remember, this is also the active ingredient in an injectable form in ProHeart 12. But in Semperica Trio, it's in a chewable form. Moxidectin is a second generation macrocyclic lactone of the milbomycin family. Moxidectin is active against L3, L4 larvae, and some immature adult of Dyrofilaria imidis. The principal mode of action of moxidectin is via interference with neuromuscular transmission of the glutamate-gated chloride channels and to a lesser extent of GABA-gated channels. This interference leads to the opening of chloride channels on the postsynaptic junction to allow the inflow of chloride ions. This results in flaccid paralysis and eventual death of parasites exposed to the drug. All right, that makes sense. Now, how about intestinal parasite protection? Pyrantol is the active ingredient in Sempirica Trio that provides efficacy against gastrointestinal nematodes. Okay, and now how about ticks and fleas? What's the mechanism of action for that? Yeah, so for the third ingredient, serialaner, it's the ingredient in Sempirica Trio that provides activity against adult ticks and fleas. Serialaner is an acaricide and insecticide belonging to the isoxazoline family. The primary mode of action of serolaner in insects and acarines is functional blockade of ligand-gated chloride channels, GABA receptors and glutamate receptors. Serolaner blocks GABA and glutamate-gated chloride channels in the central nervous system of insects and acarines. Disruption of these receptors by serolaner prevents the uptake of chloride ions by GABA and glutamate-gated ion channels, thus resulting in increased nerve stimulation and death of the target parasite. Serolaner exhibits high functional potency to block insect and acarine receptors compared to mammalian receptors. Semperica trio is indicated for killing adult fleas and for the treatment and prevention of flea infestations. In the U.S., Semperica trio is indicated for the treatment and control of tick infestations with the Lone Star tick, Gulf Coast tick, American dog tick, black-legged tick, and brown dog tick. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Rodriguez. We are actually now going to take a break from Semperica Trio to test your wit. It's time for a quick quiz. Do you remember these from last season? I do. And I remember being very nervous before you asked me these questions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hold on. The question is, did you read up on your current events? I tried, but I've been very busy lately. (laughs) All right. Fair enough, because it is a current events quiz today. So let's give it a whirl. I have the bell. Okay. Question number one for this episode's current events quiz. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a blank. According to a physicist and senior researcher at the National Ocean and Atmospheric Administration, a blank recently illuminated the skies above Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas, measuring more than 310 miles long, one of the longest of these things ever recorded. Was it a meteorite? No, a flash of lightning. All right, good try, though. Here we go. Number two. 
Thanks to NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, large areas of blank were found beneath the surface of Mars. Large areas of water? Yes! Question number three. Staying on the subject of space, new data from NASA's Hubble Space Telescope located two exoplanets in our solar system with a density that's very similar to cotton candy. The planets were best described by scientists as... Um, moon-like? Oh, no, the answer is super puffy. I'm not joking. That is how scientists describe them. These exoplanets are so bloated by gas that they're nearly the same size as Jupiter, but 100 times lighter in terms of mass. All right, well, you know what? If you're back for season three, make sure you watch a little Nat Geo before you come on the show. Is that a deal? I already made a mental note of that. (laughs) All right, fantastic. Well, speaking of super puffy, let's get back to something super, shall we? Which is Semperica Trio. My friend just rescued a new puppy, and I want to recommend Semperica Trio to her. How old does the puppy need to be to start on Semperica Trio? Great news on this one. Semperica Trio is approved in dogs and puppies eight weeks of age and older and weighing 2.8 pounds or greater. Oh, that's great. I can't wait to let my friend know. This is terrific. So now that we've talked a little bit about Semperica Trio, we're going to use these three episodes of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis to focus on its different disease aspects. So today, let's put the spotlight on heartworm disease, because for me, I feel like heartworm disease is the one we need to start with because it's the fatal disease that we just have to prevent. When we spoke in season one about ProHeart 12, we discussed moxidectin and heartworm disease. And for those listeners who haven't heard that episode, give us the history of the usage of moxidectin for heartworm prevention. Yeah, so moxidectin is available for use in dogs as an extended release injectable in ProHeart 6 and ProHeart 12, topical in Advantage Multi, and now in a chewable formulation combined with Seralaner and Pyrantol and Semperica Trio. Moxidectin is a highly lipophilic molecule, and regardless of the route of administration or formulation of the specific moxidectin-containing product administered, this results in a relatively long half-life and a relatively wide volume of distribution. The pharmacokinetics, however, are impacted by the route the drug is administered. For this reason, the effective dose of moxidectin must be determined separately for each product containing moxidectin based on its route of administration. The amount of moxidectin which reaches systemic circulation or the bioavailability can differ greatly between the various routes of administration. For example, a topical dose may require a much higher dose than a dose delivered orally or by injection. Similarly, oral bioavailability can be affected by solubility, intestinal permeability, metabolism, and the numerous active transporters present in the intestine. Ah, thank you very much. All right, Dr. Rodriguez. I don't think you have had the pleasure of competing in the Pause and Reflect with Zoetis Limerick Quiz. I'll read you the limerick and you fill in the blank. And remember, limericks are poems where the first, second, and fifth line rhyme. And the topic is Semperica Trio. You ready? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Limerick number one. There once was a man named Leo who gave his dog Semperica Trio. Afraid of heartworm, the vet said, use this long term. So happy they traveled to... Rio. Excellent! Yes, that was great! Limerick number two. There once was a poodle with hookworms, miserable as he squirms. The vet declared infestation and without hesitation prescribed Semperica Trio to end their... Worms? 
Squirms? I'll take it. I was going with term. All right, all right. That's that's cool. I'll take it. Limerick number three. There once were adult fleas on Billy. His bark became quite shrilly. The fleas crawled through his fur. They wouldn't budge or transfer, so he went to a vet in... Philly. Yes, very good. Awesome. You know, uh, specifically, I was thinking of Dr. Heather Burst, our incredible producer of this podcast, who is in Philly. I also would have taken uh, St. Louis or maybe even Poughkeepsie. So, so, but you hit Philly. Great. I have to say, though, you are giving me that look of... Kim, this has gone on long enough, so let's move on. I have attended a few lectures where macrocyclic lactone-resistant heartworms are mentioned. Now, tell us more about that. Yes, resistance is real. It all started in 2001 and 2005 when the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, reported that there was an increase of lack of efficacy reports with heartworm disease preventatives. And in a minority of those reports, the likelihood of drug failure was termed possible or probable. In 2011, the MP3 isolate, a difficult-to-kill isolate, was identified from a dog in Georgia. And this isolate has led to changes in how to get a label claim for some newer heartworm preventatives in the United States. Now, we have to, speaking of that, fast forward to 2011 after Hurricane Katrina, right? Uh, Yes. So in 2011, there was a report of a dog transported to Ontario, Canada from Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina. That dog underwent the American Heartworm Society guidelines for treating adult heartworm infections and successfully converted to antigen negative. However, they could not clear the microfilaria from this dog despite multiple elevated dosages of macrocyclic lactones. Eventually, genetic analysis showed that these microfilaria had a P-glycer protein genotype similar to that of other isolates from dogs that were suspected of having drug-resistant strains. However, the only way to definitively conclude that there were drug-resistant strains circulating in the pet population was to experimentally infect a dog with a suspected drug-resistant strain and to then put that dog on heartworm disease preventatives and see if it still got heartworms. All right, so what happened from there? So that exact study was done in 2014 at Louisiana State University. Microfilaria from two drug-resistant suspected heartworm-positive dogs were fed to mosquitoes and they were allowed to develop to the L3 infective stage. Two dogs in the lab were infected with those L3s, and those dogs were administered 12 micrograms per kilogram of ivermectin monthly for six months, and those dogs still develop adult heartworm infections. They even took it a step further and infected a third dog with microfilaria from one of the lab-infected dogs and gave that dog 24 micrograms per kilogram of ivermectin monthly for three months, and that dog still got heartworms. In total, in the literature, there have been at least 14 confirmed drug-resistant isolates from dogs. To date, strains have been identified primarily in the lower Mississippi River Valley, but they have also been observed as far east as Tennessee and as far north as Illinois. Ah, this is very interesting. So what's your favorite thing about the new Simperica Trio? My favorite thing about Semperica Trio is that it automatically improves the user experience for those dog owners that are giving their pets monthly chewables for heartworm prevention and for flea and tick control. The average dog owning home has more than one dog per household. So think about a household with three dogs. They will go from administering six chewables every month to three chewables. I believe that will save time, make the experience more positive for the owner, and also reduce the chance of mixing up the pills and giving the wrong one to the wrong dog. Yeah, I think those are really great points. 
Uh, one last thing. Do you have any fun parasite stories? Now, 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 mind you, I don't know if those two words can be in the same sentence, but I thought I'd ask. Hey, parasitology is always fun, so it's hard to think about just one story that's fun. But uh, when I was a graduate student, I went to a parasitology workshop at Kansas State University. And one of our events that week was going tick collecting. So we went to a field at a park and we all got dressed up in our protective gear. So we put on Tyvek suits, put on plastic booties and duct taped them. Uh, So we all got prepared before going out and looking for ticks. And so we went out in the field to look for ticks and we've all found our goal was to find female questing Lone Star ticks. And we we thought that it would be difficult, but the field was full of them. So we all found at least one within less than a minute. But the, the funny part was just seeing the people at the park going on walks with their, you know, wearing T-shirts and shorts and the way they were looking at us. And the only thing, the only thing I can guess of what they were thinking is, should we be here right now? <laughs> <laughs> and given how many ticks we found, they probably shouldn't or at least avoid the any vegetation while you were at that park. <laughs> Yeah, man. Wow. That's quite a look. I'm just picturing it in my head what you guys look like. Holy cow. Thank you, Dr. Rodriguez, for joining us today. It was very informative and you were a great sport as always. Thank you so much. Next up, we're going to talk more about Semperica Trio and learn about tick disease. Speaking of ticks. Also, more quizzes, more stories. I'm Dr. Kim Farina, and this has been episode one of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis. Episode two is coming up. Here's some important safety information about Semperica Trio. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures. Semperica Trio contains Saralaner, a member of the isoxazoline class, which has been associated with neurologic adverse reactions including tremors, ataxia, and seizures in dogs with or without a history of neurologic disorders. The safe use of Semperica Trio has not been evaluated in breeding, pregnant, or lactating dogs. The most frequently reported adverse reactions in clinical trials were vomiting and diarrhea. See full prescribing information at SempericaTrioDVM.com. Here is some important safety information about ProHeart 12. Use ProHeart 12 in dogs 12 months of age or older. Do not administer to dogs that are sick, debilitated, underweight, have a history of weight loss, or to those previously found to be hypersensitive to the drug. Hypersensitivity reactions may occur in some dogs when ProHeart 12 is administered alone or with vaccines. Anaphylactic and anaphylactoid reactions can result in death and should be treated immediately with the same measures used to treat hypersensitivity reactions to vaccines and other injectable products. The most common reported side effects in clinical trials were vomiting, lethargy, diarrhea, and anorexia. People should avoid inhalation, contact with eyes, or accidental self-injection. Certification is required before veterinarians and staff administer ProHeart 12. See full prescribing information at ProHeartDVM.com.